Spoiler warning. The following discussion will contain spoilers. We recommend checking out the movie first, then coming back to hang with us. But if you don't care about that, glad to have you here. Alright everybody, welcome back to the 25 Days of Real Christmas, a series where we review some of your old and new holiday favorite classics. My name's Kevin. And I'm John. And we are the Real Movie Guys. I got a special episode for you today, guys. I'm gonna shut up for once. I know, right? It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> being serious, being serious, being serious. Today, we're gonna be bringing you John's Real Top 5 Christmas Specials. So like I said, I promise I'm gonna shut up. John, take away the episode. When I was thinking about this, there's so many different ways that you can go. Right. There's you could go movies, you could go shows, you could go TV shows. Or what I did was I went for just things that when I was a kid, okay. classics that I remember. Very cool. So I'm going to start with my number five, The Little Drummer Boy. Now, this came out in 1968. It's one of those ones that I feel like not as many people have seen. Right. But it's a very good classic movie. Mm -hmm. It's about an orphan drummer boy who hated humanity. He finds his life changed forever when he meets the three wise men mm -hmm. on route to Bethlehem. Now, the main reason that I really enjoy the movie is it tells a good story, but also the music always got to me. I always loved the song, The Little Drummer Boy. Yeah. That's and iconic, the music, sure. Yeah, and the music in this episode, I just feel like was awesome now what do you think of the the animation style this is this is an old movie right when did you say the little i know it came out a long time ago obviously when did the little drummer boy come out 1968 so do you think it holds i mean it looks old by today's standards for sure but in 1968 i feel like that's incredibly impressive what they're able to get done with the puppet work that they use in this movie oh yeah i think it i mean it's obviously it's not as great as what we have today right but right. i still think it holds weight to it i also like the old style of it too i do too because i feel like yeah. it shows you how far we've come but how good they've done they also did it back then too no i i agree with you 100 percent. and the weird thing i always found about this movie is this is a christmas movie obviously but it's more of a religious Christmas movie. Now, do you see it as that, John? You know, we're not super religious guys overall. Now, do you, does that impact your enjoyment of the film? Or do you, do you think that would impact like a, another audience member's enjoyment of the film, depending on how religious they were? I don't think so. I feel like right. it's doesn't really matter the religion as long as you can connect with the story in a way. Right. It is a timeless I don't think, classic. Yeah. I don't think that religion plays that much into this movie enjoyment mm -hmm. of this movie. Okay. No, that that's. I'm glad that you you say that. I, I find that too. I think it's just it is a classic, timeless story, right? Essentially, just the the idea of the gift of giving someone giving something they don't have, to, you know, to somebody else. If you can connect onto it with that level, I think that's really impressive. And you know, the little drummer boy is a classic for a reason. It it, it holds up, and undoubtedly. Does it look old, like you said? Yeah, but. I don't know if that affects anyone's enjoyment of it. At least, you know, especially yeah. our age group. This was on, what was that, ABC, NBC, one of those, right? With all the other, it was on rotation with all the other ones. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and it's still good. It, it still holds up. I agree with you, John. That's a good choice. I like your number five. My number four movie is Mickey's Christmas Carol. Now, this movie was released in 1983, okay. another old classic one. Mm -hmm. It's just pretty much the retelling of. A Christmas Carol, but with Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, and all the other Fab Five and stuff. Oh, my favorite characters in this. 
Scrooge McDuck. Oh, our yeah, duck, all Scrooge our DuckTale fans out there. I, I love Scrooge McDuck. And this was an instant classic on my TV, too. This also has Wayne Allman, who played Mickey Mouse in this. Oh, okay. It's just one of those one of those great Disney retelling with, like... Mm-hmm. And I feel like it also helps with, with Mickey Mouse and them being in it. And I feel like it almost makes it more of a, a happy tale, too. Yeah, you could argue what? it makes it more, like, family accessible, right? That story. Because yeah. it could be a... I mean, even in Mickey's Christmas Carol, I think it is pretty dark at times, from what I remember. Like, there are some, like, little dark moments. But, I mean, you have, like... I think Jacob Marley's played by... Was it Goofy? Goofy. Right? I'm yes. pretty sure. It's been a while. To those at home, I, I didn't watch these before. I'm just as surprised at you when we get to John's picks. But yeah, <laughs> I, I, I like Mickey's Christmas Carol. It's also good with Clarence Nash doing Donald Duck. Mm-hmm. He's always done oh, yeah. Donald. Right. He's done Donald Duck for so long. It's amazing at it. But this whole movie, I feel like, was just one of the movies that you've seen the Christmas Carol, but then watching this one mm-hmm. also makes you enjoy it a lot more. Right. How would you recommend people to watch this? Like, if you have younger kids like you do, would this be one of the ones you would show them first? Before other adaptations, would this be like one, maybe one of the first ones you try out and see how it goes? Yeah, this would be probably the first one I would try out. And then the next one I would try out would be the newest A Christmas Carol from Disney. Number three on my list is Frosty the Snowman. Came out in 1969. It's pretty much a snowman who these kids make one day and magically the snowman comes to life. This magic hat comes from this magician. The hat blows onto his head and he comes alive and goes, happy birthday. This whole movie about this snowman, like his little adventure where they're trying to get him to the North pole and the magician just wants his hat back. (laughs) But they know if Frosty loses his hat, then he doesn't live. So the whole adventure of him trying to get back to the North pole and them going through all this stuff. And one of the funniest parts, I feel like, of this movie mm-hmm. is really when Frosty first comes to life and they're walking they're walking down like the street and the guy's like Stop! Stop! Don't you understand what yeah, stop like means? Out. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, What is this? Like the first time you've been to life? And he's like, Actually, yes, it is. Or the one guy who's blowing the whistle and the whistle gets stuck <laughs> in his throat and he mm-hmm. just starts whistling. One of my favorite scenes is like the most awkward scene I could think of in this movie when they're trying to pick the name of Frosty. I don't know why it took me so long to realize this. It's really weird when they're trying to pick out the name of Frosty. They're going to like Bob, whatever the names are. And then suddenly there's like this weird audio cutout. If you really listen to it and they're like, they're saying the names. He goes, oh, Bert. I'm like, what the, the hell is that? <laughs> it's like this really deep like voice going uh, Bert. What is that? It's, That's not a kid. It's so random. No. I don't know. And it's funny because like this is a classic for sure. Like you said, I, this is this has been on TV a million times, and it, it it's kind of cheap in some ways, right? They use a lot of cost cutting measures with animation that we saw from classic Disney too. Looking at you, uh, Robin Hood, the animated film, Jungle Book. They they recycle a lot of the animation, but for what it was made on the TV special budget. I'm sure you had to. That, that was like a cost-cutting measure. But it still works, right? It's short. It's to the point. doesn't outstay its welcome. It captures that holiday spirit. Think of a character more iconic than Frosty the Snowman for children. It, it's kind of tough. I mean, there, there are some, but he's up there. Well, yeah, and also I feel like this is the one where the narrator doesn't bother me as much 
and this movie as it does in other movies. You're right. Yeah, the narrator's a little, like, annoying. Like, stop being so intrusive on everybody's business there. Yeah, this (laughs) one, he kind of took a couple steps back, right? (laughs) Yeah, like, don't tell me what I'm watching. I can see, all right? Right. But, like, in this one, there he seems kind of normal. Something magical about a a snowman coming to life. Quite literally, there's something magical about it. (laughs) Quick fun fact also, the second Frosty the Snowman, I think it's Frosty Returns. They made that animated movie. The voice of Patrick from SpongeBob is the voice of Frosty. But the, I kind of see that when you really look at Frosty, the way he looks, the way he talks. I, I get that. I get that connection. That works for me. <laughs> Not as good as this one, though. Not as good as this one. My number two is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's weird for me to watch. Like, when I watched this movie from when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I remember it. And now re-watching it again and everything, it almost gives, like, a different take on it. Like, I, this one is, like, the retelling of how Rudolph became to lead Santa's sleigh. And the weird thing for me in this one is right. it tells you a bunch of stories. It tells you about um, Hermie the elf. He wants to become a dentist Love and it. shows like how they make fun of him for wanting to be something different where he's an elf and all he should be doing is making mm-hmm. toys. Right. But he tells them, no, I want to become a dentist. And then you got Rudolph, who's laughed at and shamed for being different in this movie. You would have thought, like, they would love Rudolph because, oh, you would think, like, he was loved no matter what and all the time. And then you got the abominable snowman in this. There's a lot of classic icons, I would say, in this movie. Well, yeah, you got Yukon Cornelius. You got my boy in oh, there. Oh, yeah, love Yukon Cornelius. Looking for silver and gold, you know? Gotta love that. <laughs> when he's licking well, the ice pick when he stabs it into the rock. He's, like, well, tasting yeah, it, it for the gold. Like, that's classic. <laughs> Well, yeah, and then they go to the Island of Misfit Toys where they go. Mm -hmm. But I thought it was also an interesting, like, it almost showed you an interesting take. Santa not being as happy and jolly Mm -hmm. in a way. It kind of shows a different take on that. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of interesting. I like that. That's a good perspective that you brought up. I I don't think many people really address that, especially in holiday movies. We don't definitely don't get that as dressed as often as you would think. All these TV specials. For some reason, I feel like I like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I like the music the most in that movie. The music in that one, there's only one other song that maybe oversteps all the others, and that's in Santa Claus is Coming to Town, the one foot in front of the other song. For some reason, I can't forget that song. I don't care. Whatever you say, I can't forget it. But Rudolph, I like all the music. Like the Island of Misfits Toys song, I really like that song. I'm not singing it. Don't ask. I'm not doing it. I... I really like that song and I just really like the, the, the characters. I love, you know, I love Hermie as a great character wanting to be a oh, dentist. Yeah. And it's fun to see like elf kind of drew inspiration from this TV special. The most too. when we talk about elf on Christmas Eve, you know, that's going to be a lot of fun too. It, it's, I think they had some trouble too with like all potential lawsuits and stuff like that. They had to change things. I, I don't know what happened. We'll, we'll talk about it when we get to that review, but Rudolph is a great movie. I mean, the song is, iconic right they made it's oh, yeah. kind of like how we talked about eight crazy nights a little bit where they made a movie out of a song i mean they did it a good job this time maybe not your maybe opinion last christmas but <laughs> maybe not your opinion but you know <laughs> they they did it a good job this time they took that classic rudolph song and they made a compelling tale that most people if not well, i should say all children would consider this like rudolph's backstory this is where we go it's fun to see how it had like impact in the years past like how many times have you seen rudolph the red-nosed reindeer like parodied or yeah. even referenced a good example would be our nightmare before christmas video with zero being literally the rudolph of halloween town yeah <laughs> again it's just it's crazy to see how like that little story that little claymation story still holds up amazing today now for my number one movie slow drum roll. I picked 
A Charlie Brown Christmas from 1965. I feel like this is one movie where every year I have to watch. It's always on TV, but just even if it wasn't on TV, I bought it so I could watch it all the time. Yeah. It's one of those movies that's one of those classic movies that you always think about. When you think about Christmas, you always think about Charlie Brown's Christmas. I mean, what's more iconic? Yeah that you just love and it's a great movie i feel like i don't think i've ever met somebody who doesn't like this movie not even that like the, the iconic scenes from this i mean the iconics the, the peanuts waltz is in this movie i believe this was the first time it was implemented i don't know if there was another this probably was the first charlie brown piece of media that came out that wasn't comic strip i could be wrong don't attack me i pause this is john's video so attack him don't attack me the charlie brown christmas tree that's like a saying now yeah you know if you see someone with a crappy tree you're like oh you got a charlie brown christmas tree this year i guess like that's 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 how like ingrained in culture this movie is and what do you think makes it so special because if you look at it now we'll be realistic we i talked a little bit when you brought up frosty i said oh the recycled animation being a little snob there a little little on my nose (laughs) but this one you know you have to admit that the animation's quite recycled quite a bit so that being set aside, what do you think is so appealing about this movie? Well, I think like the storytelling and just the funny scenes that it has. Like, there's one scene when she's given like psychiatric help and stuff for like five mm-hmm. cents. Charlie Brown just comes over and starts yelling at her, and it's like <laughs> just like funny scenes like that in this mm-hmm. movie, and like just Linus with his blanket, just Charlie Brown always trying to help people, but nobody really trying to help him out. I feel like always. Mm-hmm. It's just a great thing. I feel like this movie right. does it so well. And yeah. I also feel like it does um Charles M. Schwartz like justice right. with this movie. Yeah, and it's I great. felt like it was one of those great mm-hmm. movies. And one of my all time favorite movies mm-hmm. would be this one. Oh, I I'd have to agree, man. I mean, it's interesting to see just how they took Charles Schultz's comic and brought it to life. Because if you look at panels of Charlie Brown, there's jokes that were in there, like the, the football and the psychiatric help and the Schroeder on the piano, Pigpen, all those classic characters from the, the 60s, just they're, they're to life. That comic strip is literally to life in this movie. Another movie that did that really well was also that the Charlie Brown movie that came out. Remember that CGI movie? That movie never gets talked about. We really should review that on the channel at some point because that's an excellent movie as well that does not get enough credit to just bringing these classic characters to life and the only argument that i see some people make against peanuts is the strong religious overtones which i think there are you know maybe not as much as little drummer boy because that's literally a retelling of a bible story but you know to me personally and not being a very religious person but having experience with religion linus giving that speech you know at the play just talking about christmas and the three wise men and giving the gift that's like an iconic Christmas speech, you know, that like encapsulates something special about Christmas. And then just the singing at the end of this movie. Nah, oh, yeah. perfect. Yeah. I also think that this is one of those movies though, that it's everybody a- can enjoy and you can get a lot of laughs out of it. too. Yeah. I mean, for me, this is Christmas Eve, Christmas day classic for sure. Either one, you know, I try to watch it on one of those days because this is the Christmas spirit. I think if any Christmas special we'll talk about Charlie Brown Christmas definitely encapsulates Christmas for sure. But that will conclude my list of nice. top five of my thing. Of well, course, guess, you're going to be looking. Yeah, I guess that was a good choice, though, man. Yeah, you got mine coming. Oh boy, wait till you see what I did, guys. Uh oh. Wait till you. 
just wait till you see what he pulls out of the bag for this one. I guess you'll just so, have to wait and see. It's going to be a surprise. There's only one thing left to do, really, though, in this video. Do you know what that is? You know, what? John, where can the people find us at home? You can find us to eventually hear Kevin's top five and listen to this. You can find us on YouTube, The Real Movie Guys on YouTube. You can like, tell us what maybe what your top five might be. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's the same as Kevin's. I highly doubt it. Probably not. Maybe it's the same as mine. Probably not. (laughs) Um, You could also tweet at us on Twitter at The Real Movie Guys, Real Movie Guy on Twitter. And you can also listen to us on many podcasting platforms, such as... Yes, for your listening pleasure, we are also available in podcast form at iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, Overcast, Breaker, Radio Public, and Pocket Cast. Be sure to give us a listen at any of those fine places. If you already are right now, hey, greatly appreciate it. Just search out The Real Movie Guys. We should pop right up. Thank you all again so much for joining us for this episode of The Real Top 5. My name's Kevin. Back over there, he's John. We are The Real Movie Guys. Real guys, real movies, real thoughts. And don't forget to tune in all this month as holiday festivities continue during the 25 days of Real Merry Real Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Catch you next time. Charlie Brown.